In this episode, I'm chatting with Akash Trahan, and we'll be talking about how he's a software engineer and how he's doing really good things in the company of Microsoft. Before we get into it, I want to thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. As a newer podcast, each and every download and listen is so special to me. I'm glad that I can create this platform to reach all of you amazing people who want to learn more about entrepreneurship and businesses. If you like this episode, please give us a rating, comment, or following depending on the platform that you're listening on. Without further ado, I'm Chad, and this is Behind the Business. So, Akash, uh, what interested you in working for Microsoft? So, I think for like anyone interested in computer programming, Microsoft is like a really good company to be at. Uh, it has stood like the test of time and is like helping people in so many ways. Mm. Um, a lot of amazing and like talented people are working here, and I get to learn from them like every day. It's like really important to have that kind of mentorship at the beginning of your career. So I felt like it was the right place for me. And Microsoft is doing work in like all kinds of areas you can think of. So Mm -hmm. there's like so many opportunities, whatever you want to do, there's someone working on it already or someone you can learn from, even if you want to get into it in the future. Um, So yeah, my thought was that this would be a really good place for me to, you know, explore my options and find my path for for my, the future of my career. So yeah, I think that was my uh, that was my reason to choose Microsoft. That's awesome, man! That is so cool. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, how how did this all start? So, like, what brought you to uh, software engineering? Oh, wow. That goes really back to my high school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I had a really awesome computer teacher. I believe that's where my interest in it, like, began. And uh, when it went, like, deep inside me that, yeah, oh, man, this is something I really, really want to do in my life. He, he like, made things quite exciting while he was teaching and he used to challenge us students all the time and I'm a competitive person so that was really fun to me I used to like win a lot and I enjoyed that adrenaline and uh, learning all that stuff as well of course Um, but I think the way of teaching and the kind of energy he put into it uh, really helped me a lot Um, so yeah like those were the foundational years which kind of let to a life in software engineering. Another thing is, uh, I would say, I was, I was like always good at math. So it taught me how to think logically. And I believe like that was one of the factors that made yeah. me good at it. Yeah. I mean, not the only factor, but I think it was one of them. Um, it helps, yeah. Before like, uh, before I knew programming, you know, the only pur- purpose of the computer was, you know, play games, listen to music, watch movies, use facebook or i think we used to use like orkut at that time like yeah um but yeah yeah i think programming like gave me an opportunity to try something new and it was like 
a new now like a computer was like a new fun toy to me and I could get it to do the things I wanted so that was really fun I think yeah that's what kickstarted my journey that is so cool man uh so jealous that you know how to do all that kind of stuff uh-huh. and I love I love how uh that it came from like such a young age and it started off with just like video game playing and stuff that's that's very yeah, cool. I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. now you're in Canada, mm-hmm. right? So tell me a little bit how you went from living in India, going to school in India, now being in Canada. Well, so that was a journey uh, as well. So about like, let's say halfway through my high school, my goal kind of became to get into the best university in India, mm. which luckily was also like had the best computer science program. And yeah, I kind of trained hard for it for a couple of years, got in, like, I'm super grateful for that. And uh, then it was like four amazing years. I got a bunch of opportunities. I got to, um, you know, experience various different things. Um, went to went to the US for a couple of my internships. That's and awesome. For the, for the process, if you're asking like, how the transition was or like the whole process of actually moving to Canada. Uh, that was like, of course, a bunch of logistical stuff, which uh, Microsoft helped me. I mean, I got into Microsoft through um, like what it's called placements in my oh, okay. uh, college. So basically Microsoft, uh, people from Microsoft had come to my university to interview students they felt would be a good fit for their company. Um, oh, Okay. Well, I guess it worked out. The interviews went well. Um, and I had participated in a bunch of their competitions as well while I was in a um, university, participated in a lot of like hackathons and did a bunch of programming contests, uh, which I believe helped. Um, yeah. 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 Tell me a little bit more about those competitions. Like, I'm so interested in what those exactly were. Like, you were saying hackathons? Like, explain that a little more. Uh-huh. Yeah, so a hackathon is like, a, it's a programming competition. It could have a theme or could not have a theme. So basically the idea is to solve any existing problem with the help of a program or a code. Oh, okay. you, make, you make an app, you make a website. Um, you can do various different things. I mean, depends depends on the context and depends on who's organizing the hackathon, what they want out of you and what the theme of the hackathon is. Um, so... I can, uh, like, let me give you, like, a few examples. So it, it was a nationwide hackathon, mm-hmm. and it was based on, so you might have heard of all this cryptocurrency buzz, right? It happened around, like, in the last couple of years. That's right, yeah. So we started doing a lot of hackathons around that as well, like the whole oh, blockchain okay. technology, Bitcoins and Ethereum, stuff like that, using that, um, building things. So there was this national level hackathon which uh, happened in bangalore and mm. i decided to just you know get a bunch of my friends go to bangalore hop on a flight go attend the competition we just went there to have some fun and uh, like because of this was it was this interesting opportunity right and uh, yeah as, as, I, as i said there was a lot of buzz around um bitcoins and stuff so we thought okay 
let's learn about blockchains and go go there make something fun you'll see yeah. if we win otherwise it's just something fun um uh-huh. we went there there was a company called gnosis which had come from uh europe i think it was germany but yeah somewhere in europe and uh, um they they had their product and they wanted us to use their product somehow to build something interesting oh okay so using their product we built like a it was a place where you could uh, people could vote on different mm. things that they wanted to get done and based on their voting a particular thing would win or lose and you win or lose money based on that so the actual use what they were thinking of is that so it's it's kind of like betting but it's it was not exactly betting uh, okay that the government would bet that they would finish this project within this amount of time Oh and if God. they are at, i mean that was just a hypothetical example that we thought of of course there's yeah. a lot of legal stuff that you would have to go through for that right and the government is, hasn't agreed to it but that's yeah. like that was like the goal so in hackathons you create lofty goals first and then you build the first step towards it so these are just like for a day or or two days so you have to build something super quick just oh, okay. to show that this idea might work you don't have to go like the whole way it's right. just about creating that idea it's about and you can take it forward if you want later but uh, that's not what the hackathon is about yeah so uh, if the government fails to do that then the people who bet against them will get mm-hmm. money so it's kind of an incentive for government to you know uh, oh my goodness work on work on what they say they'll do uh, so those kind of things were exciting then there are like just other hackathons like game jams where you make a game um so you might have heard of the company um ubisoft um they organized a game jam they called us to their like head office showed us around yeah um and then they mentored us for like two days to okay. um to create they had a theme and we had to create a game and we won that competition as well like uh, my team um, um we created a fun fun game using unity mm. um but yeah it was like awesome to you know learn from those people who have making games like you know assassin's creed and stuff which are like such famous games absolutely um, yeah are you telling yeah, me you worked on assassin's creed no no i did, <laughs> I did not <laughs> but i got mentored uh <laughs> from uh people in the company who did no that, that was just a hackathon we we participated yeah. in yeah i wish i'd worked on it but no <laughs> oh man yeah, we went bunch of things, yeah. We had Yahoo come from Japan um oh, wow. to, to our university to organize um to to organize one um and they they so our uh, they gave us a prize of the most uh, it was the most like most Yahoo hack which meant like it's something that resonates with their culture the most. Oh, okay. uh, of the yeah, yeah. So yeah, of the fun culture they had so we, we won that one yeah so there were a bunch of things uh i'd gone through and i i kind of enjoy doing these kind of things i've done a bunch of programming that's one of these competitions sweet, man so it, it was awesome yeah there are a bunch more uh, competitions i i can't remember all of them um yeah but yeah yeah dude that is so cool so like with these companies bringing you in um and basically getting you to hack uh, uh-huh. was it to do with their security? Like, were you trying to get into their security kind of thing? Was it so, like, 
what I was mean, the reason of them bringing you in? I mean, again, it depends. So most of these hackathons, these are not really like security stuff. They're not hacking. Uh, oh, okay. They're just, you use the term hack to just build something as well. Okay, you're hacking this together. So as I said, you don't build a product end to end. You just build like an MVP. Mm-hmm. So, you, so it's called that you're building a hack. It isn't the actual thing, but you're building a hack to somehow show that, yeah, this idea would work. Um, oh, so, I see. I see. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, no, they were not security specific, um, but uh, just, you know, building some new products, solving some problem which exists in the market or with people. Or sometimes they're just fun hackathons. They just say, make whatever you want for fun. It might help someone. It might not help someone. It, it's fine. So they're like, it depends on the theme. Like I said, that, the Yahoo one, they would like just build something fun. That is the that idea. is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I have uh, one of my friends who is really good at coding and she uh-huh. made a a code that basically you type anything in it and then it turns it into like a Nickelback song or what a Nickelback song uh-huh. sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have so much fun. Uh, that's, that's the right, that's the right use of programming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a brilliant like hacker and, um, uh-huh. and software engineer herself. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's I, just, awesome. I had to put that one in there. Uh-huh. It's it too fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, earlier in the conversation, uh, we were talking about you, um, going to the U S to do some internships. So, uh, oh, yeah. tell me a little bit about, uh, why the U S and also just what'd you do? Uh-huh. So, um, firstly, like how I, I got there. So these, the both internships were just like, they were cybersecurity internships. So now, okay. now we can talk about hacking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now yeah. the juicy stuff. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So I had this, uh, the, the cybersecurity club, uh, that I had started in my university and I got like introduced to a bunch of people through that. I was very like interested in uh, cybersecurity stuff since like the end of my freshman year, um, like beginning of sophomore year. And That's awesome. I was like diving deep into it. I got to know about like various research and stuff going around that as well. Um, and there are these competitions called Capture the Flag, which mm-hmm. are, let's say they are a security hackathon. You can think of it like that. You're not building something. The idea is to break something and find flaws and, you know, um, basically ha- actually like hack it and uh, break the security. Oh, that uh, sounds so, fun. Yeah, they're, they're that kind of competition. So there was this uh, amazing uh, like group of academics in okay. uh, a university in us uh the university of california in santa barbara oh nice so they're phd students and i mean they have a security lab and the people there they're like amazing i at that at, at that stuff and uh, i used to like follow them even while i was just studying you know they're doing such amazing things and i just uh one day decided okay I'll let me just email the professor who manages that group that if i can go uh, like come to uh, the university and do an internship under them. And uh, to my surprise, he said, yeah, well, okay. We'll, oh my we'll, God. Yeah. He's like, okay, we'll fund you and stuff as well. Come for a couple, like a couple of months. It's like two and a half, three months. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I was so excited. 
Dude, and this sounds like a movie script. Like, have you ever <laughs> seen the movie 21 where I think it's like Kevin Spacey or something? He brings in, it's not hackers, but it's people who uh-huh. like count cards. And it's like the professor is the person who teaches all these students and then sends them off to the casino. Like, it sounds like uh, you were just building up to like, <laughs> like this professor t- teaches you or you're in this like hacking club and then like you're going to go hack Facebook or something. <laughs> just, <laughs> I mean, these people, they, they are like academics. So most of these people in this group are doing their PhDs uh, with this wow. professor, like, uh, you know, mentoring them. Um, so they had done a bunch of that stuff. Like they had found flaws in like stuff stuff from various companies and um, in various different software. So, yeah, they were, like, very intelligent people, let's say, and uh, they were very good at it, and I wanted to learn from them. And, yeah, I just got that amazing opportunity to go there. That's um, awesome, man. How In uh, three months, you were there for two months or three months? Yeah, it was, like, two and a half. Two and a half months. So just my summer vacation, basically, uh, from college, I used that. That's fucking awesome, dude. How was it living in Cali for for two and a half months? Oh, so that was like my first time out of my country. It was was so different from what I have ever experienced. I was so nervous. Like, I didn't know how to talk to people, what the culture was. uh, And I was like, I don't know how old was I. I was, I think, 19 back then. So, and yeah, it was like my first time um, away like this, you know, but I don't know really anyone there and I'm traveling solo kind of. Right. Yeah. Um, um, so, but it was like great. The Santa Barbara, it's the university I'm talking about. The university is on a beach. So you get out of your, like the lab and there's a whole beach in front of you. And it's like, that vibe was awesome. Like totally. And they are having like people from the university, they have barbecues and stuff like that. And oh it was my God. like so fun to watch around. And for me, because it was my first time uh, in the US and, you know, um, I was, I was really excited. Just going, Dude, you had the stereotypical, or like the stereotypical view of like what people think of the US is like just partying uh, yeah. on the beach <laughs> out in California. I know. Right. I was like, Oh wow. It, it, it's actually like this. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like, uh, Santa Barbara's and it's, it was like a quiet place. There's not too much traffic. There's not it's that not many LA. people. Yeah. It's not LA. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that that was a really nice vibe as well. The weather was good and everything. It was summertime, uh, somewhere on the beach. So, I, I guess that's like that was like a really amazing experience, especially when you're a student. It like you don't have a lot of expectations, and yeah. you uh, you haven't really like experienced that much. So it was um, that that was like really awesome. Um, yeah, I got to experience like a lot of different food so i remember the first time i ate a burrito um <laughs> i couldn't finish it and i'm like how do you guys like can eat so much in one go because uh, <laughs> yeah i was i wasn't like used to that and i i felt oh food here is so expensive and yeah when you come from india because, oh, expensive, uh, eh? it, yeah especially when you come from india and in your mind you're doing you know that conversion 
Mm. Oh, this is this this many Indian rupees, this many dollars, and it feels like wow, what that's a lot. And yeah, I mean, I think as you do that the first time, or like as a kid when you're not earning, you're like, oh no. <laughs> so th- those were I, I remember those were some things. Um, but yeah, that phase passed, phase passed, and uh, uh, I started going out, going out with people, making friends, um, nice. which was pretty awesome. And of course, like working in the lab. Uh, with those amazing people um even there we used to they had their own club as well um so i just participated in their club's activities as well and um helped students like juniors uh, in that university as well so that was fun like some random things which i were doing i was doing there so dude that uh, sounds uh, so cool yeah it was really good <laughs> wow so you were in California for two and a half months, but you mentioned mm-hmm. you had two internships. So like, no, I had two know? internships, two separate years. So oh, this was two separate years. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it was two and a half months twice. Oh, I see. Did you go back to California or did you go somewhere else? No. So the other one was in uh, Pittsburgh, Carnegie Mellon. Oh, those uh, are two different places. <laughs> yeah. So those are the completely opposite sites, right? Uh, I, I mean, I was excited about that as well. I, but if, I mean, I would say as a place to live, like Santa Barbara was really good because, yeah. you know, the beaches and stuff and all, all the calm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh was a different experience. And uh, I think I was like m- a bit more mature by then and a bit more confident. Uh, and I went around more, talked to more people and stuff which i couldn't do the first time i was there because i was like always nervous um right since i felt i don't know their culture i don't know how to behave at this point so it took some time to like learn that um so yeah they were like two different experiences but they were they were both fun and i think they both added to like who i'm as a person as well dude that's so cool so like you explained a lot of what you did outside of class in in uh, Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. So in Pittsburgh, what is there to do? I've never been to Pittsburgh, so I'm just I'm wondering. Oh, so I first thing I did was like got involved with some of the clubs at the university because the right. universities are like I feel like one of the most fun places because they are organizing events for their interns and students all the time. There's something or the other going on. Um, you, uh, I was like learning about nutrition on one side. The other side, I joined their circus club. So they taught me how to juggle and stuff like that. That was like no for fun. Way. Outside oh, fun. Yeah, no, so, we're going yeah. into that. That sounds <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I, I, I do a lot of random things. Uh, of course, the normal work is going on alongside all that. Of course. Um, but if I'm doing research, uh, then... In the evenings, yeah, I get to yeah, do this kind of cool stuff and on juggling. the weekends. What? You have to cool off with juggling. Like oh, you yeah, study yeah. hard and you're going hard in the paint with with all your schoolwork. <laughs> and then you're like, mm, I need to juggle now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was like such a different thing. I, I, would, I never expected that there would be like a circus club right uh but that In was Pittsburgh, awesome to see out of all places. yeah <laughs> what the heck? i love it yeah and then people in oh and people in pittsburgh they're big about like sports so baseball um mm-hmm. 
So I, of course I had to attend a baseball game. I had never like of seen baseball, seen baseball as in live. I hadn't never seen the, that before. So mm-hmm. I I went to a baseball game, which was, which was awesome. Um, and yeah, the Carnegie Mellon, like, uh, they also like subsidize all these things for their interns and stuff as well. So that was fun. I got to do more things oh, than yeah, I, I would have normally. That's so yeah, cool, man. I attended some, uh, so there's this whole cultural district in Pittsburgh, okay. which is like a bunch of, uh, art places, music, different kind of thing. Basically any, any cultural stuff you can think of, like it's all concentrated in that area. Um, so yeah, I just went there, uh, like saw a bunch of performances, uh, uh saw some live, um, plays and stuff. Uh, they were a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I mean there are things to do in Pittsburgh. Then uh, I think I did like a sh- some ship tour, which was for a month, like a haunted Pittsburgh tour, where they tell you about all the haunted stories uh, in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so yeah, those are some things. That sounds freaking sweet, dude. That is awesome. So, which one did you like better? Did you, or did you, were you just at different parts of your life, like age wise and maturity wise that like, they both were great. I mean, th- uh, yeah, I, I think they both were great. As I, as I said, if I want to live somewhere, I think Santa Barbara is like a place to enjoy uh, your life and like settle at some point. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, in terms of the experience for work, like, or the research I was doing, yeah, I think both places were amazing. So they were like very different kinds of research. So in my first internship in Santa Barbara, it was about like hacking. So breaking stuff. Right. And the other one was uh, like more like constructive where you want to prevent hackers from hacking. So you build software okay. which would prevent them. So it was more of a, the defense side, whereas my wow. first one was more of the attacking side. So I got both both those, uh, yeah, I got both those views as well. Interesting. Um, and you knew that going in, like you wanted to learn both sides of it, or was it surprising that one was attacking and one was defense? No, no, no. I mean, I knew about my projects beforehand. Of course, I had oh, okay. discussed them with the, I mean, before you like accept uh, their offer to come, you, you do discuss like, what are you going to do there and stuff like that. So, and of course, I knew what the, professors who invited me what they had been doing before right so i would get to do something similar to that so i already knew and i wanted to try both the different things to see what i'd like more Mm -hmm. um so yeah i decided to try them out yeah so you've been to well you're here now in canada Mm -hmm. and you went to santa barbara and you went to pittsburgh like I'm just curious, like, what sparked your interest to go abroad in the first place rather than staying in India? Mm -hmm. So, to be honest, like, Canada was not the actual destination I was headed to initially. My job offer was for Microsoft US, um, but I was still a student back then and I wasn't eligible to get, like, a US work visa and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, US visa issues, right? Everyone has them. (laughs) So I came to Canada instead, but yeah, I just love Vancouver and, you know, beautiful beaches, parks, mountains, and I've made so many friends here um, as well. So I, I love that. But 
what sparked my interest really was i think yeah these internships were really a part of it um mm. then i feel like there's a lot of uh, technical activity research and startups and all these things going on uh, in the us at least and like a lot of companies have their headquarters here um in north america if like us and canada and i felt i just wanted to be a part of that and like i feel it's a great place to build your career in at least in my field of work so in computers um the uh, the other reason is also i mean i just like to experience different cultures you know so i want i want to travel right. the world. so you can say this is one of my initial destinations and right <laughs> that's that's awesome man um so you you mentioned like working at microsoft so what is it like pre pandemic and during the pandemic working at microsoft obviously you're working at home so but tell me a little bit about little bit about both so uh i think it is not that different in terms of work like i'm um, of course working on still working on the same projects still working with the same people um and maybe even working a bit more than normal because the boundaries kind of the boundaries between your work life and your personal life kind of reduce because of this working at home thing which i don't really like but yeah it ends up happening um apart from that it's it's just been like really normal except the fact that i don't get to interact with people that much which i miss i mean i like going to office right. and of course i miss all the perks and everything uh, which like we had in the office um which i could enjoy um apart from that work wise i think it's all fine we're all trying to stay connected as much as possible um so that like we don't feel lonely or you know it kind of gets uh, suffocating sometimes when you're at home all day and not talking to anyone so i think we end up right um interacting a lot which helps which which is i think really good so it, it's going fine even you know during this pandemic we're doing our part staying at home um and still trying to you know make sure that we're um contributing you know to the success of our customers mm. yeah yeah i was curious about um i'm glad you actually talked uh, brought it up there but i was curious about what microsoft was doing um for the mental health of their employees oh for the mental health um uh... yeah like are they <laughs> you mentioned like i know at microsoft um you mentioned before like that there was stuff to do some games like you know to keep team morale up so i'm just wondering how they do that virtually i mean it's not like microsoft specific it's just uh you do it within your own team so there's a lot of things okay. going into it like for example every wednesday my, for my specific team we we play some online games we, we like uh six people a uh, small bunch small a uh, group of people we choose a game every 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 wednesday then we play together for like an hour or so and we are we are video chatting at the same time and talking and laughing and whatever right it's one it's just some of the silly games um that we enjoy uh we also have we've also play counter strike and stuff every day uh so these kind of games they help you stay connected the other thing we do is of course we have all the steam meetings and in general we are like encouraged to just call someone and talk um 
and like not hold back because sometimes it's like weird because you don't want to call someone right if you were yeah. at office you would just you know tap tap on their shoulder and ask something but when you have to make that extra call it sometimes people just don't do that so so all that is encouraged and uh like the managers are super you know helpful in in that sense in supporting all that yeah so that, that that's going great and there are various sessions or various um you know interactive things going on um at all times so mm-hmm. yeah that, that really helps right yeah so working for microsoft it's like one of those really really big <laughs> companies in the mm-hmm. world um is it stressful is it not stressful like what's your opinion stress i don't feel that much stress because i i think i enjoy my work that's part of it and um uh, of course there's stress sometimes when you're close to the deadline and stuff right um uh, and there's of course that kind of what i like to call the good stress where y- you have the stress to like kind of learn things and uh, improve yourself and you know grow like improve your time management so that you can meet your um commitments and stuff like that which yeah. i think is not like not bad it's it's a good thing but of course there's some kind of stress uh, um but it helps you develop um and it's quite balanced i don't feel like so stressed that i'm like stressing out or i'm like exhausted or i'm like no i don't want to do this that that never happens um i think microsoft like the work life balance at microsoft i feel is pretty good uh, i haven't worked at other companies so i uh, i don't know how it compares to them but i feel like there's enough flexibility um to uh, manage everything and like people and managers uh, for me specifically i can't talk about others they're pretty understanding of these things of course yeah yeah mm-hmm. all right so akash tell me a little bit about what a day in the life at microsoft is like so bunch of things I, i think like microsoft is awesome and i'm like pretty grateful that i'm getting to work here like right out of out of my university mm-hmm. um so we just start with our like daily scrum where we talk about you know what we have achieved the previous day uh what our goals are for today we ask for help if you're stuck and discuss anything you know we need to be more productive during that day that's mm-hmm. how it starts when we go to office um then getting to work this Uh, multiple things of course mo- the most important being like programming and you know working towards the success of your actual project which you're working because at the end of the day I'm actually a software engineer um, so that's what is expected of me the most i guess uh, but there are of course other things we i mean simple things like attending meeting contributing to discussions regarding like where decisions on your teams and project um but there's also a bunch of stuff that I voluntarily took up like i'm a lot into like leadership and you know mm-hmm. trying to um take a lead role and help everyone else around me um improve so currently i have like two interns that i am mentoring they're from mcgill university in montreal um so i have to like look over their growth review their work make sure the project is going well um so there's that then I help in organizing various technical, social and professional sessions uh to support and help like people early in career like myself like who just started in the last couple of years they're like we 
these days we're doing like virtual lunches and online games just to get them together. Um, then, but we also do like mentoring mentorship sessions with like experienced people in the company or even sessions about finance, because like in university, they don't teach you a lot about finance need to know uh, personal finance. So we totally. do sessions on that. Yeah. So it, just helping out people early in career. Um, yeah. But then I have like, oh, this ties into the question you asked before, where you said, what all things do you do or what all Microsoft does to make sure the employees are doing well? So, um, so one of my colleagues, he just voluntarily, he organized like a Spanish class. Oh, so cool. So on Fridays and Wednesdays, uh, I, I attend that class. So he's just doing this voluntarily. So he's doing his like bit, I guess, to help people around him and just add more fun. We used to do it in person before. But yeah, yeah. Now we still do it online. It's just, it's just really cool. Uh, I've been wanting to learn it and it's like great to get someone who like speaks that language. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, then some of the time, I guess, goes in socializing with friends. You play table tennis or go to the music room or yeah, I was learning to play piano before this Corona thing started. <laughs> uh, Is that I, right? I'll con- continue. Yeah. I'll continue after, after this ends. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, you help your teammates out with their work and stuff. I mean, that's kind of part of your work as well was to support the other people in your team because and they support you it helps it helps uh, both of us um, give them feedback or and yeah participating in various events um, yeah there's a lot of uh, other fun things uh, we do like um, I mean this is not like every day but uh, mm-hmm. we have like a, a place called a garage in inside the office okay and we have 3d printers laser cutters and cnc mills and so so many things just to have fun you can you can make things um no way make things from them so recently uh, i used the laser cutter to on a glass to like so i'm like a harry potter fan so mm-hmm. i printed the slytherin symbol on on a glass using the laser cutters Oh, that's uh, fucking so, dope. Yeah, I mean, they, these are like kind of the perks, you know, at, at Microsoft. They uh, are there, I, I guess, to support employees. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's nothing related to our work, but we just have fun doing that. And yeah, we eat a lot of popcorn there. There's popcorn machine, which <laughs> and we never let it rest. Um, so yeah, there's that. They all keep organizing a lot of events inviting people from outside the company, you know, uh, people who are working on some cool projects. They talk about their projects. Um, we even have like, um, so you were talking about mental health. We ha- even have sessions on mental health sometimes. Um, so yeah, Microsoft uh, kind of organizes sessions around that as well. So do, that you take care of your mental and physical health um, because of course the health of their employees matters to them. Um Right. Then we have, yeah, table tennis, foosball. Oh, we have one cool thing uh, is we have this VR room. So the virtual reality room. No like, freaking way. Yeah. yeah it's, a, oh it's like, God. <laughs> so we have all like the cameras set up and uh, 
a lot of different kinds of VR headsets. We yeah. can use like any of them. And oh my God. The, it sounds display, like paradise, they, man. Take me with you. <laughs> what the I, fuck? I can I can I can actually take you there. We're allowed to bring guests to the VR room. Oh, uh, so shit, whenever it yeah. opens, I mean, of course, it's closed right now, but uh, yeah. well, um, I'll be uh, heading over there. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Uh, I can give you a tour of the office as well. It, uh, yeah. So the VR room is pretty cool. I've never like played VR games before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can just go there anytime and play VR games. So that is like pretty awesome. <laughs> so yeah, we do that sometimes. Then apart from that, yeah, we have like snacks and stuff coming over all the time. So much food. I, yeah. It's like food, food, food. There's so much free food at Microsoft. <laughs> Uh, i mean it's awesome until you get fat but (laughs) yeah it's still it's still there it's still a perk we have like fruits and like any beverage you can think of they have all the beverages of course like soft drinks yeah they they have like a couple of fridges full of soft drinks it's it's it's, i guess good and bad good because they're there it's bad because i drink too much of it Oh man, this sounds like an absolutely amazing place to work, and yeah, yeah, you were so, so lucky to be working there. I know, oh right, my yeah. goodness! So, if anybody else wanted to work there in mm-hmm. Microsoft or any of the big Fortune Five, um, like, do you think they would be looking at like the academics of these? Uh, patrons or are they looking more for just if they have the skills so i think it depends a lot on how the hiring is happening uh once you have so this is just based on like the short experience that i have of course i'm not like uh i'm not an expert on this thing but uh of course i feel like someone just starting out or if you don't have that much experience it's uh it's probably harder to convince them that you're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it, so, for example, in my case, they just directly came to my university because they knew I was I'm studying at a good university, and uh, the people there are probably like good enough to work at their company and mm-hmm. you know to be successful there or help their company achieve success. Uh, so, I think in that way having a degree or some kind of formal knowledge formal knowledge helps especially in like computer science i would say um but if you have like a few years of experience and uh, you have like proven yourself for example maybe you have given talks at various conferences and people know who you are your your work is being let's say being appreciated online somewhere right on forums where people are saying oh this guy did this awesome thing this guy did this awesome thing so for example i have right. a, uh one of my seniors in university mm-hmm. so he he was in physics so he was not at all in computer science but he was so good at it and he had done so much stuff for um, this company called mozilla so you know the browser firefox the, yes. the company that makes that so he had done a lot of uh open source work for them Oh wow! Uh, during during university, and he's like, although he's not a CS major, he knew so much uh, about he knows so much about computers and computer science. Uh, uh, it knows more than me 
uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you sh- show that kind of thing, then of course, definitely they'll select you. Uh, I'm, I think there's a like a fine line that you have to cross or like a certain threshold if you don't exactly have a degree, especially if you're early in your career. Um, for for you to you know get those interviews i think after you get an interview they would just see your skills but it's right. initially just getting that interview becomes hard if you don't have a degree right that you need the degree to get into the door you don't really need it but i think it like helps a lot i would say mm. of course you don't really need it like the companies they don't they don't care about degrees right they just want the people who will do the best work for them but a degree is like just an easy way it's a good testimony to your knowledge and it's an easy way to see oh okay he knows some stuff and he has proven it over the last four years that he has been studying like if you say you have a good academic record they can say okay he has done well and he's probably he'll probably do well here as well so i think as long as you have something to show for uh it's it's i think it's good even if you don't have a degree uh, but i think like yeah i'll find that out more as i go ahead in my career i don't like have a strong mm-hmm. opinion on that because i've seen people go both ways and uh, doing like really good things um but yeah that that's that kind of my speculation or uh, let's say how i look at it that's awesome man well, thank you so much for uh, being a guest today. Um, well, for sure. Thank you so much for all, all the questions. They were awesome questions. Of course, man. Yeah. Uh, anytime. I'd love to have you back on the on the podcast. You are an extremely interesting person. And I'm so glad that uh, we were able to connect. Yeah, thanks, man. Wow. What an amazing guest. Be sure to check out Akash on his social media linked in the show note if you like this episode please share it with a friend you can find behind the business on all streaming sites apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and spotify more to come thank you very much for listening stay tuned